God continue to expand you. Praise God and deepen your understanding. May your roots go down deep into Christ that you may comprehend with all the truth, length, width, the breadth, amen, of the love of God, which uh, surpasses all understanding. Glory to God. Our scripture reading tonight is foundational. We'll start from Matthew, the fifth chapter, first, amen, 23 through 26, and then over to chapter 6, Matthew 6, amen, verse 25 through 34, both in the New King James Version. Matthew 5, uh, starting at verse 23 through 26, amen, Matthew 6, verse 25 through 34, both in the New King James Version, and we'll, we will, amen, let that be our launching pad, so to speak, for tonight. Amen. Let that be our launching pad. Matthew 5, and I tried to put this in order so uh, you can follow along because the majority of it is going to be in the Gospel of Matthew. Amen. The gospel, the majority is going to be in the Gospel of Matthew. Matthew 5, 23 through verse 26 says, Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there, at the altar, remember that your brother had something against you. Leave your gift there amen, before the altar, and go your way. First, that's our key point tonight, first be reconciled to your brother, then come and offer your gift, amen. Agree with your adversary quickly while you are on the way with him, lest your adversary deliver you to the judge, amen. The judge hand you over to the officers and be thrown into prison. Surely I say unto you, you will by no means get out of there till you have paid the last penny. Glory to God. Matthew 6 now, Matthew 6, amen. And starting in verse 5, he says, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, amen, what you will eat and what you will drink, amen, nor about your body or what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body, amen, more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. For they neither sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubic, amen, uh, to his statue? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lily of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, and I say, I say to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? That's the issue. The cause of worry is a matter of faith. The cause of worrying is a matter of faith. Amen. Verse 31. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But, amen, seek first. This is our word again. Amen. The, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Praise the name of the Lord. For sufficient for today, amen, is, amen, is its own trouble. Amen. I want to talk about the re, 
prioritizing power of the Holy Spirit, the reprioritizing power, amen, of, of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, walking in the Spirit will always reprioritize our lives. Amen. When we walk in the Spirit, it will always reprioritize our, our lives. Amen. And cause the fire of the Holy Spirit to burn in us afresh. When we walk in the Spirit, it will always redirect us to what's priority to God. Amen. What's priority to God. Now, the flesh desires one thing, and the Spirit, amen, it desires another. These two are contrary to one another, according to Galatians, amen, 5 and 16 through 18. Now, the flesh loves religious exercises. The flesh loves religious exercises that don't, that don't require much sacrifice. The flesh love for religious exercises that don't require much sacrifice. But the Spirit, amen, uh, will always lead us into worship that cost us plenty. David says, amen, I can't offer to God something that didn't cost me anything. Glory to God. Amen. So the Holy Spirit will redirect our steps, steps and lead us into all truth. It will redirect our steps and lead us into all truth and cause our life to be prioritized afresh. If it hasn't been initially, we'll prioritize our life and give us, amen, what means, uh, what's the most important to God. Amen. Directs our steps into what's most important to God. The word priority, it simply means, amen, more important to give, to give precedence to. Amen. To give right away or urgency. Amen. Uh, to give preference to when we prioritize our, when, it's, when our life is prioritized. The word priority. The spirit will always lead us into what, amen, what the Lord requires first. Not what we have come accustomed to in our religious walk, in our religious mindset. Praise God. But when we fast and pray, God will uh, in our spirit, what to go, what to handle first. When you look at Matthew 5, there's six of these that we're give, going to give to you tonight. There's six of these. Praise God. Amen. The reprioritizing power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is the thing that would yield fruit in our life. Amen. The first thing he says that if you come to the altar, you're coming to worship. Amen. And on your way, you remember that your brother has an aunt, that there's something against you. Amen. Uh, in our religious mind, we would say, I'll go to him after the worship, after the uh, after church, as we would say. Amen. But in our spirit, glory to God, the Holy Spirit says, leave your gift. Again, the flesh like religious acts, but the spirit, glory to God, the things that God requires of us first. This is priority. He says, first be reconciled to your brother, amen, and come and offer your gifts. So God says, amen, I desire first that you show your brother true sincerity before you come worship. At first, glory to God, that you show, amen, true love towards your brethren, and amen, and be, you, and be reconciled before you come, amen, to worship, amen. So he says to you and I, that we, uh, how we treat one another does matter when it comes to whether or not you are accepted in the worship. 
Praise God. Amen. First, reconcile. That's number one. The first thing, reconcile to our brother. The first thing is that the Holy Spirit will, amen, reprioritize relationships. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Go, go, go deal with that first. Amen. Then you can come back. That's the first matter of business. The second matter of business is that, amen, um, when we put God first, amen, worry goes out the window. That's the first matter. When we put him first, when we seek first, seek first, that's priority, the kingdom and his righteousness. And all that's simply saying is his ways and his methods as the king. Glory to God. Go, go, go check him out first. Praise God. Uh, and seek first the kingdom, for your father knows the things you have need of. It's a matter of faith. It's a matter of whether you got great faith or little faith. Glory to God. Amen. So worrying many times is a uh, lack of faith. It's amen. He didn't say he didn't have any faith. It's amen. It's little faith. This is what worry comes from. He says, seek first the kingdom. Put that first of God and his righteousness, his standards, his ways, how the Lord operates. When you figure out who he is and how he has supplied all that we need, worry goes out the window. You don't even worry about tomorrow. Glory to God or what's going to happen on tomorrow. Amen. Uh, that's does not push out the window. Amen. Stewardship and proper management. Amen. This is not a verse. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. That's another story. Glory to God. Amen. So number two, number two is that when we learn to seek him first, his kingdom and his righteousness, when we understand him and his laws, his precepts, worry goes out the window. Seek first as priority. Glory to God. That's, that's the first thing first. Amen. Number three is amen, from Matthew 7, verse 1 through 5. Matthew 7 from 1 through 5, it says, Judge not that you shall not be judged, for what, you, for what judgment you judge, you will be judged. Amen. And what measure you use, it'll be measured back to you. Praise God. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye? Amen. That's a question. And do not consider the plank that's in your own eye. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye and don't consider the plank that's in your own eye. And, or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye and look, a plank is in your own eye. The hypocrite. Here's, a, here's our word for tonight. First, remove the plank from your own eye. Then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. If we would apply Matthew 7, verse 1 through 5, this will clear all the gossip up on Facebook, amen, YouTube, Instagram, any other gram, glory to God. If we first remove the plank from our own eye, glory to God, and, and before trying to remove the speck, if we, pri if we will be led by the Spirit and, amen, prioritize our life by first handling the, the bigger matter, which is in our eye, amen, the plank, Amen. Then we can deal with the dust, sawdust, the speck that's in the brother's eye. Glory to God. Amen. And by the time you finish dealing with you, I, I guarantee you, you won't have much to say 
about the brethren. I'll say this again. If we apply Matthew 7, 1 through 5, amen, and this happens when we are led by the Spirit, and we are, amen, this prioritizes our lives, the first things happen will happen first. First, remove the plank from your own eye. Amen. Why do you say, let me remove the speck, the sawdust from my brother's eye, but do not consider, don't even bring that into consideration that there's a plank in your own eye. Don't even consider that. Let me get that speck out of your eye. And here, here in some cases, got a whole side of a house in our eye trying to help somebody with something. Amen. And, and, the, and the issue that he was dealing with is racial size. Amen. One has particles of a board. The other one got a whole board in his eye. But this one is with the judgmental spirit. Glory to God. I'm telling you, if we just apply Matthew 7, 1 through 5, it'll clear up. Amen. The uh, amen. Facebook post, it'll clear up. YouTube, it'll clear up. All of that poking at and, and man, got something to say about somebody else and all this stuff. It'll clear that up. Why? Because when you're led by the Spirit and not by the flesh, it will prioritize your life in the Spirit. Praise God. So that's number three. First, remove the plank from your own eye. First, remove the plank from your own eye. Do the work in your own life first. They sing a song that says, sweep around your own front door before you try to sweep around mine. First, remove the plank, the plank from your own eye. Amen. Before you consider removing the speck from your brother's life. He says, why, amen. So why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye and do not consider there's a plank in your own? Glory to God. Amen. And so the Holy Spirit, those that are truly led by the Spirit, uh, recognize I got more work to do in my life than I do looking at somebody else's life. I got more work to, in my life to do than I do looking in somebody else's life. Glory to God. So that's 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 number three. Number one, reckon first reconcile with the brethren. Amen. Then worship. Number two, first, amen, seek the kingdom of heaven. Praise God. And before you break out into worry. And number three, first remove the speck from your own eye. Number five is out of Matthew 23 and verse 25 through 28. And it says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. It is, here's our word again. Hypocrites, for you cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but inside is full of extortion and self-indulgence. Amen. In other words, unrighteousness. Blind Pharisees, here's our word again, first cleanse the inside of the dish, the cup and dish, that you that the outside may be cleansed also. Verse 26 is our point. Blind Pharisees first cleanse the inside of the cup and dish, that the outside may be clean also. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. Amen. For you are like watch, whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful on the outside, but in the inside are full of dead men's bones and all uncleanliness. So even so, outwardly you appear righteous to men, but inside, Glory to God, you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Both, both instances that he used, the cup and the dish, amen, as cleaning the inside first, and 
the whitewashed tomb is a picture of a facade, something that looks looks good on the outside, but the inside is, is amen, is all rottenness. Amen. When this Holy Spirit is working with us, we first learn to prioritize, amen, and clean on the inside. This delivers us from being a hypocrite, being showy, amen. When you have developed the spirit of hypocrisy, what men see on the outside matters more than what God sees on the inside. You better preach bogus, amen. When you have developed the spirit of hypocrisy, what men see on the outside, because men look on outwards appearance, amen, but God looks on the heart. When you have developed the spirit of hypocrisy, it matters more what men see on the outside. That's why it's cleansed. That's why it's whitewashed, because, amen, it appears to be righteous, amen, but on the inside is full of hypocrisy and lawlessness, dead man's bone on the inside, amen. It's men that looks on what you're wearing, how clean you are, Doc. What kind of shoes that is, Doc. Amen. It's men that want to see, let me see that new car, Doc. Uh, see, that's men that look on the outward appearance. But it's God that looks in the heart. Praise God. When we prioritize our walk in the Holy Spirit, praise God, we may be running, we may be wearing shoes that run over. But your inward person, glory to God, amen, is right before the Lord. And you're satisfied and intent, you're content with your outward appearance when you're in, when you know that, amen, God has judged you on the inside and you passed the test. Glory to God, you've, you've concentrated, amen. Jesus said, you're cleansed by my word, for my word is truth. When that word has washed you over on the inside, this is priority. This is what prior, this is prior, this is priority. A hypocrite spirit want to pray good on the outside but prayer, that same prayer life haven't changed them on the inside. This is a hypocrite spirit. Say again, because uh, they love to be seen and heard by men. So they practice to sound good. They practice to orate good. Amen. That's when you have a hypocrite spirit. You practice because you, you want to make sure that they hear me and I'm sounding like I know what I'm talking about, sounding very eloquent. And I'm, amen, my words are lined up. Glory to God. But on the inside, that same prayer have not converted your life. You're not, hey man, or hasn't changed us any. Glory. The Holy Spirit will reprioritize and redirect our steps until that prayer connects to heaven, until that word, amen, has cleansed us from the inside out. Glory. This fast is designed, amen, through the ministry of the Holy Spirit to work on you from the inside out. Amen. That's why we haven't talked about the gifts of the Spirit None of that outward acts, amen. We're first talking about the inward ministering of the Holy Spirit within you to bring you into righteous alignment with God through the power of the Holy Spirit, the sacrifice of Christ. Glory to God. So that the inside that heaven is concerned about is aligned with the commands and the will of God, that we love our brethren, amen, and we fulfill the great commandment, amen, and this commandment is that you love the Lord with all your heart, with all your strength and all your soul. This is the first and the greatest commandment, and the second is a liking unto it, that you love your neighbor then as you do yourself, amen. The Holy Spirit in fasting and prayer redirects us to what's priority, 
Amen. That's why sometimes when you fast and pray, you sometimes we want to just put our position down and amen and just step down for a minute because I recognize, amen, I'm out of sort with the Lord. Amen. I look good. I appear good to men. And so some people will say, I can't see why you want to sit down. No, yes, you can see. If you check yourself, you understand why. Because we're honest enough to say, amen, my life is out of source with God. And I'm honest enough to know I'm playing the hypocrite. I'm, I'm, I appear to be morally somewhere I'm not. I appear and I'm putting on to be somewhere in the spirit that I'm not. Amen. And so this redirecting, this turning the light inwards is a, it, it is a disturbing thing, but it's necessary. It's disturbing to some of to, to us, but it's necessary so that we don't stand in the judgment and the master say, depart from me for I, I don't even know you. Glory to God in the highest. That's number four. Amen. Watch the, in, the inside and the outside. Glory to God. Watch the inside. Amen. Don't let our insides be full of dead man's bones and all uncleanliness. Don't let our inside be full of extortion and self-indulgence. Praise God. Amen. Prayer and fasting will always cause us to have a serious time of introspect. Prayer and fasting will, have, will always cause us to have a serious time of introspect. And it will, it will, it will, it will guide us into what the Lord requires instead of what they man we have of, of, of ourselves. Glory to God. Amen. Let me move on. Uh, the next scripture that we're dealing with is out of Luke chapter 14, verse 25 through 23. This in the New King James Version as well. He said, now a great multitude went to him and he turned and said to them, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his mother, his father and mother, wife, children, Brother and sister, yes, his own life. Also, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever and whoever does not bear his own cross and come, amen, cannot, and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first, as I word again, and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it? At least after he's laid the foundation and is not able to finish, amen, all will see it, see it and began to mock him, amen, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. Oh, what king, glory to God, going to war against another king does not sit down, here's our word again, first and consider whether he's able with the 10,000 to meet him who has come against him with 20,000 or else while the others or else while the other is still a great ways off, he sends his delegates and asks for cons cons amen, conditions of peace. So likewise, whoever, uh, whoever of you that does not forsake all, amen, cannot be my disciple. Praise God. We're going to call, follow Jesus. We have to first, Amen. Consider the cost. Praise God. First, sit down and count the cost. Amen. My, this discipleship, following Christ, this discipleship is not a kit for casual seekers. This discipleship is not to make me feel better about my life since I've been living a life of sin for so long. Glory to God. He says to you and I, amen, uh, if, if, if anyone, if 
anyone, verse 26, comes to me and does not hate, and that word hate, it really translated, I love him so much that to the rest, it seems like hate. He's not advocating hate, then turn around and say love. Praise God. Amen. His love, hate his mother, his father's mother's wife, his children, brothers and sisters. Yes, his own life. Also, he cannot be my disciple. So he he draws the line, basically, and says discipleship costs. It costs to walk with Christ. It costs, amen, when you're called to a fast. It costs when he says sit down daily, amen, and study the word of God. It, it costs us if we want to walk in purity, some friends, because evil communication, amen, corrupts, get manner. It costs us to be real. The, amen, salvation is free, but the anointing is, amen, it's expensive, amen, it's expensive, amen. First, count the cost. Glory to God. But by counting the cost, can you? Amen. You got to count the cost. What if I don't? Amen. Hell and Brentfire is waiting on us because no man can, can come to the Father, amen, except by the Holy Spirit and through Christ. Glory to God. Count the cost. Yes, it's going to cost us something. Yes, it's a sacrifice. Yes, it's going to be more than we initially expected. Yes, it's going to cost some friendship. Yes, it's going to cost some time with your plate turned over. Yes, it's going to talk, cost you some lonely time and some time to sit down, amen, and clear the room, turn off the television, put the phone down, amen, and seek the Lord with all your heart. Yes, it's going to cost you something. It costs. David says, I cannot render to God something that has not cost me. Glory to God. This is priority for all of us. This is priority for all of us. In the book of Haggai, <laughs> glory to God. He says to the to the to the to the captives there that started building and they stopped. He says, Amen, you didn't keep, you didn't put me first. And since you didn't put me first, here's what I'm gonna do. Amen. I'm gonna cut a a hole in your pocket. You're gonna, amen, always be looking for more. Always be looking for something, but you never want you never got enough. Glory to God. He says in Haggai first chapter, and I'm almost done. And chapter one, verse three said, The Lord said, Amen. The word of the Lord came by Haggai, the prophet, saying, Is it time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses and my and this temple lie in ruins? Now, therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Consider your ways. Let's think about what you got here. You have sown much, you bring in little. You eat, but you don't have enough. You drink, and you're not, and you're not filled with drink. You're clothed, but no one is warm. You have, you earn wages. Amen. He who earns wages, his, he, he, what he, his, he earns wages to put it in a bag with holes in it. And this is a picture of just perpetual dissatisfaction of every area of life. Thus says the Lord of hosts, he again, consider your ways. Go up into the mountain, bring wood, build the temple that I may take pleasure in it and be glorified, said the Lord. That you look for much, but indeed, amen, it came to little. And when you brought it home, amen, I blew on it. I blew it away. Why, says the Lord God of hosts. Because of my house that is in ruins, while, you, while every one of you run to his own house. Amen. Therefore, the heavens above you withhold the dew, and the earth withholds, amen, its fruit. 
For I have called for a drought on the land, on the mountains, on the grain, on the new wine, on the oil, on whatever the ground brings forth, amen, on men and on livestock and on all the labors of your hand. Glory to God. Why? Because they had built their houses in this uh, post-exilic period. They were dwelling in luxury houses, but the house of God was not finished. In other words, they put themselves first. They put themselves first. And God says, amen, everything you try to do, it won't work because you put yourself before me and my things before you. Glory to God. So the point is this, when we walk in the spirit, when we learn through fasting and prayer to reprioritize our lives, it takes us out of that period of drought. It takes us out of that just being lukewarm, back to the fire. Glory to God. It takes us out of the place of being lukewarm and we burn again with the zeal and the fire of God. Why? Because you put him first. You put his requirements first. You put his principles, his precepts, his commands. You put all that first. Glory to God in the highest. But amen, when we are slowful and slewful and slow in the things of God, God said, when you stack it up, I'll blow on it. Glory because, amen, you didn't put me first. So fasting in prayer, fasting in prayer, fasting in prayer, turning that plate over, seeking the Lord, it redirects our steps where we've gotten off. It redirects our steps to where we've gotten off and it reprioritizes our life. We were in priority maybe before, but we, as Pastor D would say yesterday, we drifted. Amen. Say, pay the most earnest heed to the things you've heard. At least we drift. Glory to God. And say, Amen. We drifted. Flesh, amen, has it in, has in it a wandering agent. Flesh has in it a wandering agent, but we wander away from the things of God. Glory to God in the highest. But amen. Uh fasting puts us back in what's priority. Amen. So that we uh burn with a whole new zeal with a whole new fervor, with a whole new hotness in the Lord. Glory to God in the high. May God give you understanding what I'm saying. May you walk circumspectly. May you walk in the power and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit and thereby bearing much fruit. And in that, God is glorified. And the example and the evidence of discipleship is clearly seen in your life. Father, I thank you tonight for your kindness. Thank you for your love towards us. All that you've done to make us who we are. We give you praise and we give you thanks for your kindness. Now, Father, strengthen us, strengthen all of us, strengthen us that we may walk uh, according to your power for none of your commandments are burdensome. None of your commandments are burdensome. You've called us to holiness. Therefore, uh, we believe you've given us all things in pain, the life in God. Therefore, we can walk, amen, uh, as it pertains uh, that, that according to the power that you've given us command that you have. We bless you. We give you praise and thank you along with worthy in God. In Jesus' name, amen.